Just kidding. Okay, we are in Matthew, and uh, we're still in 14, and let's go to verse 22. What's happened up to verse 22 is Jesus has been rejected in Nazareth. He's found out that his cousin has been murdered, okay, has been killed, which and we talked about this, I'll do it real quick. You know, it, it reminds him that it is pushing him toward the timeline of the cross, okay? So do you think that would be any, you think that cause you any concern if you knew you were gonna go to the cross and pay for the sins of all humankind, all mankind? And that's, he, that's clicked in his mind he's, and he's rejected, he goes, he's rejected at his hometown. He, he finds out that, that John has been uh, killed. And then we go to the feeding of the 5,000 men, which is probably, it's going to be somewhere between probably five and 20,000 people with five loaves and three fishes. And he's done all that, got them organized. He's delegated to them. He, they see a miracle. And uh, all that, those wonderful things has, have happened. So now we're at verse 22. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Guys, when I started with this scripture, I thought, you know, I skip over that. A lot of times I'll just, you know, just reading along, studying along. I just skipped over that. Where does that take me as I was studying this week? He sent these guys away to go before him because, and he sent the multitude away. He needed to be alone. And you know how much I talk about the, the, we need each other. We need to be meeting together. We need, we need, you know, that fellowship. We need that iron upon iron, one sharp another. We need all that. Everybody understand that. I've been, that's only been talking about that for about 35 years. So you might've got that. You might've got that idea. Okay. But I want to tell you, there are times you need to take that phone, put it in the front part of the house. You need to turn off everything. And you need to get alone with your father. Now, I always take three things when I do it. This is not a joke. Okay. I take my Bible. I take something to write with. And, and some paper. Because, you know, if it starts flowing real fast, I might forget some of it. And sometimes, I mean, literally, guys, sometimes during those times... That sermon, that, that may, he may be dealing with something that's going to be happening six months from now. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm not real good with time anyway, you know that. But the point being is then getting alone, and that's the time you're going to remember that you needed to clean the toilet. That's the time you need going to remember that, listen, turn off everything else and say, you know what, Lord, you are my priority. And that is what I believe Jesus 
is doing. And then it says, and he sent the multitudes away. He went up to the mountain by himself. We've already covered that. And the evening had come. He was alone there. So he's by himself. He's praying. And I think a lot of times we look at, we take a piece of the Bible and we pull it out out of context with everything that's just happened. He's been rejected from his hometown. Come on. How irritating is that? His cousin has just been murdered. And you know that he was God in the flesh. And he, I don't know what he was thinking. Okay, I'm not trying to, but could he have been thinking, I could have done something about that. I know, I know there's people in this congregation and people that, that follow me and listen to these sermons that they're, that's what the first thing that happens. What should I have done? It's my fault. They bring it in themselves. And I don't know what was happening. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's praying about. It doesn't say. But by now, verse 24, the boat was in the middle of the sea. And in, in a, one version reads, many furlongs from the land. In other words, it's a long ways from, it's like I don't like to be. I don't like to be far enough from the land that I can see it real well. I like to be able to swim back, okay? Uh, the chances of me going on a cruise are pretty slim, okay? But anyway, uh, I'd say uh, very slim. But in, in the middle of that, it was being tossed by the waves because the wind was contrary. In this life, there will be a wave or two, won't there? Amen. Will there be a storm or two? In this life, will there be a little trouble or two? Guys, I want to tell you that we, I had to change the way I think. I mean that. I had to choose to think a different way because I was raised and wonderful people, but it was, it was, a, it was a, a foundational belief that if you was doing everything right, everything right would happen. Are you following me? And then what you, you, you had a responsibility if something bad happened to somebody to find out the sin that they was doing. They caught, I mean, you see, you see how that gets perverted really quick? And listen, I, how many of y'all like things? I like to go out there to the truck and turn the thing and crank. How many of y'all like that? I like it. That always makes me happier than the alternative. Okay. And I like for things to go smooth. And I like, I like but here's the deal. In this life, there will be trouble. There will be storms. I go back to the example Jesus gave us. The reason we build our house on the rock is because it's going to be, the wind's going to blow, isn't it? If you build it on the sand, which represents whatever you think, whatever, you know, the thing, the world, the, the, the values of this world, your, fall, your house is going to fall down because the rock doesn't move, does he? He is unmovable. So, it's 4 a.m. by now. That's not my favorite time. I was, uh, uh, last night about 2 a.m., I was on Facebook. I just drove uh, 350 miles or whatever. I got in about 1.30, and it was, you know, about supper time, my house. Uh, it's too late to work out, though. But anyway, but the point being is, I'm, I'm about 4 o'clock, I, I've worked overnights before. 
I'm not a lot of good at four o'clock. Okay, I'm not really that good at three o'clock. But uh, by two, about two o'clock, it's about time we sit down somewhere. You know what I mean? And it's four a.m. and these guys are out there fighting this storm. This boat's going, and you know I wasn't there. Okay, so get this: I wasn't there. Seriously. But I'm betting that somebody's saying, are you sure he said do this? Are you, where's he at? Have you never done that? I have done that recently. Where's he at? God, where are you at in all this? Guess what? It's not where he's at. He knows where you're at. Amen. You see what I'm saying? He's God and you ain't. You're not going to understand everything. I buried somebody this week that I love greatly. And, you know, the, the, the irritating part of it is that we don't get together except in, in my family until we have to. And uh, we were all there, of the, her close family. And, uh, you know, I thought, man, why don't we see each other more? Why don't we? But I want to tell you something. When the storms come, guess what? You start grabbing stuff to hold on to, don't you? And they are, they're getting, they're, these, these folks here are getting nervous. They're, it's, the storm is there. And here's the deal. Prayer, let's go back to my notes because it's important so I know who wanted to quit. But you know what? First thing Jesus did was he, he was organized. He said, you guys go that way. I'm going to go spend some time in prayer because I've got to. And I'm going to send everybody else away so I can be by myself. That's organization. You know, as, as bad as I'm not organized, as much as I'm not organized, organization is not of the devil. Okay? You know, anyway, unless it's do, tell me to do something I don't want to. Anyway, the second thing is prayer. Did he pray? Do we need to pray? I hope this is convicting you this morning because I want to tell you, in the last two years, my whole prayer life has shifted. I'm praying way more than I used to because I guess I was going through a time of, uh, floating off my last prayers. <laughs> it didn't mean I didn't pray, but I'm spending specific time on specific things again. And so what's this? The third thing. These guys are out there and the, it's, there's a storm and they're scared. Okay? So I can be scared. I can, something can happen. And I see it on the news, or I see it and I get scared. I get, you know, what about this? What about this? This thought, this thought, this thought. That fear will come upon you. Now watch this. I love this. Verse 25. Okay, guys. Think about this. Their help in this storm they thought, where is he? Where is he and him and his boat? I know he's got another boat. He's coming over because he. They were thinking with the mind of the flesh. We always think of the mind with the mind of the flesh. You follow me? We always think about, oh, God could do it like that. God could do it like that. God, you know, well, maybe that person, of, you know, well, maybe this or that. Well, listen, I want to tell you something. God's God, Amen. and Jesus is God, Amen. and He reaper. He showed out there as God, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, you don't think, he was God. He spoke the world of existence. You don't think he could have. Remember the guy, the disciple, he said, said the guy said, oh, my Lord, it's tax time. 
And he says, well, just go catch a fish and pull a coin out of his mouth. Do you remember that story? God did that. That's why he chose to pay the man's taxes. But look here. You don't think God could have, that Jesus could have said, you know, hey, I'm going to have Paul come by here, or uh, Billy Bob, let's use Billy Bob, and, and come by and say, uh, he's out fishing late, and I'll just get in his boat, and he'll take me over. You see how that could have happened? God could have done that just like that. But that was just a bit of coincidence. Oh, he just happened to come by. But I'm going to tell you something. There ain't nothing coincidental about walking out on the water and walking across the top of it. That's not a coincidence. That's called a miracle. I've been on a lot of lakes, a lot of water, a lot of river, a lot of creeks. I played the creek every day of my life when I was a kid. I'd sneak out of the house and play in the creek. That's how important it was to me. But I have yet to see anybody walk on water. Amen. You, if you see the stone, you might just get out there a little ways. Okay. But once you hit where there ain't a rock underneath you, you're wet, ain't you? Okay. I've crossed many creeks, many, you know, a bunch of stuff. Okay, but that's beside the point. But here's what happened. He was organized. He prayed. But then it was time for the supernatural manifestation of God in the flesh. They've seen him heal people, right? They've seen him take two McDonald's fish McNuggets or whatever and turn into it and feed 20,000 people. I'm not sure the Golden Arches was in, in there, but you see what I'm saying, right? They've seen all that, but they, nobody had never seen nothing like this. Okay, and I'm ready for God to do some things in your life and my life that ain't nobody seen nothing like before. And here's the deal. There's prayer before that. All right, now it's time to preach. I just getting warmed up because this right here is convicting. There's going to be some pearls drop out of, out of, out of this conviction. Verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walk on the sea, this is an understatement. They were troubled. I don't know what their cuss words was or what the what, what they said, but I bet somebody goes, what in? It's Augustus. Right? I mean, is that what it says? It's a ghost. And listen, they didn't say they said, well, you know, they was wondering what was going on because, you know, a lot of times you'll be sitting in the parking lot you'll see something going on over here and you'll say, I wonder what they're doing. No, it don't say that. He, they weren't wondering. They cried out in fear. As much as I believe in the covenant and his love for you and his love for me, I want to tell you something. We need to fear the personality of God. He is, he is totally the other. Amen. High and lifted up. And I want to tell you, they didn't know it was God. They just seen something they didn't understand. But guess what? It was Jesus. And he is walking on the water. And I don't know what it looked like. <laughs> I wish they'd had a VCR, one of them old ones who used to growl when you 
course, they'd have got it wet. It probably wouldn't work. But we used to have a piece of going, and you'd be watching the movie back with the kids, and there's this growling in the background. I'm always thinking, where's that dog at? But anyway, we said it had something, but I'd like to see that film. Maybe they'll show that first night when we're in heaven. And they say, you don't remember the time the disciples were screaming and said, ah! When they, and it was Jesus the whole time. I think sometimes God's doing something and we start screaming because we're afraid because we don't understand. I'm going to tell you something. All things are working together for the good of us who are called according to his purpose and love him. Do you love him? Are you called, selected, preordained, predestined? Well, argue with Paul if you don't believe that. I don't, don't argue with me. Okay. I hear, I heard three whines right then. If that's true, why? If that's true, why? Well, we don't, we don't give explanations. We just tell you the truth. Okay. So it's four o'clock in the morning. It's Augustus and they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, and this is in red in my Bible. Cheer up! Be of good cheer, that's what it says. It is I. Don't be afraid. Okay, guys. That's the answer to fear, is the voice of God, the presence of God. And I'm going to tell you something, fear is a spirit. It'll find an entry and it'll get in there and it'll get in and it'll ruin your life. Amen. There's people who can't leave their house. There's people, I'm, 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 fear will, afraid of, of looking stupid, afraid. Listen, I will never forget the first time I sang, I was like 12. And uh, no, I wasn't singing, I was playing guitar. Playing guitar for a little man. And there wasn't room for me to hide back here. And they had to sit up down here, it was... Sailors of Gun Team Talent competition. Uh, praise the Lord. And uh, we did Bridge Over Troubled Water. That'll give you some idea of where it was at or when it was. And I was out there with my bass, and I was, I was like, one leg was going. They thought I was doing the Elvis imitation. I was so scared. I will never fit. Dude, I could not control my body. I was sweating like, Ooh. And I don't need, I, that's all I remember. I might have hit a right note once or twice in there, but I don't know. But, uh, I, uh, anyway. So, a lot of times God will be doing stuff we don't understand and it will cause that fear in verse 26. But watch this. He says, cheer up, it's me. God's in charge. Is God in charge? Yes. Cheer up. God's in charge. You say, I don't like what's going on. Cheer up. God's in charge. I don't, this don't look like it's going to be something good. Cheer up. God's in charge. All right. I'll say that to myself in the mirror later. Okay. So what's this? And Peter answered, I love Peter, guys. Do you like Peter? I, I love him. And this is the guy, Mr. Petros. Okay. Here's our rock. He says, on this church, on this rock, I'm going to build my church. And Simon means he has heard. So this is a man who's in the know, man. He's got it together. God's going to use him. Praise the Lord. Duh. Okay. <laughs> All right. But watch this. Literally, watch this. 
Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. You notice ain't nobody else having that request. Not trying to be funny. I'm just telling you, because I, you, you, I kind of look at things and I kind of pull it to the side and look at it and say, well, you don't need nobody else raising their hand. You know, I need a volunteer. It was like, no, no, you know, don't volunteer. That's the first, that's the first thing you learn in the military. Don't, don't, don't volunteer. So what's this? If this is you, okay, has Jesus just said it's me? So we're t he's testing him. He, if this is you, command me to come on. So Jesus says, come. And I love this part, guys. <laughs> he walked on the water to go see Jesus. Do you see that line in there? Yeah. Don't you see that? People say, oh, I don't believe in God. I don't believe. I said, listen, you can talk to me about a lot of stuff. But I've seen what God does in people's lives. I've seen the salvation of the righteous. I've seen healing. I've seen the love that comes from. I've seen people taken out of, out of, out of remote prison cells and, and, and one-on-one and come out and testify the goodness of God. I've seen it. And so you can't talk me out of that. You, we might argue about, uh, you know, whether you ought to, you know, uh, listen to country western music or not. But here's the deal. Because, you know, if you play it backwards, you'll get your wife back, your, your dog back, your truck back, and that backwards mask. But anyway, what's this? Those are all jokes from the 70s. I apologize. Okay. That, I remember the 70s. You had to be there, though. So, um, oh, you have a little faith? Oh, no, sorry. And the wind was boisterous. So in other words, he gets out there and he's walking on water. Is that right? Is that what it says? But then here's the Bruce Beale School of Failing Management. He's looking at Jesus and then he gets to look at it. Oh, Lord, look at that storm. Was this smart? Was this a good idea? And then what happens? His faith begins to waver and he begins to sink. And here's the good news. If you ain't never sunk a little bit, you ain't never got out of the boat. No, I'm serious. I like Peter because he got out of the boat. And you don't see Jesus going, shut up, I'll be there in a minute. No, seriously. That's not what Jesus said. This was a faith-building thing. He, you, you could never take those four steps or six steps he ever took. You can't take that away from him, can you? That's right. I mean, 20 years later, when Jesus is gone and all the church is gone, he said, you ain't going to believe this. You don't, oh, you don't think he was God? He, he bathed me and I walked on the top of water while he's walking on the top of water in the middle of a storm. Man, it didn't get so good after that. But you can leave that out, you know, like me. I mean, seriously. And here's the deal. I'm not, I don't think God was mad at all that he got out. But he began to sink. Any of y'all ever begin to sink? Sink into depression, sink into fear, sink into whatever, self, you know, self-analysis, you know, digging at your belly button. I mean, all of this stuff. But watch this. 
as he got his eyes off of him, he said this, the wind was boisterous. And that, that word there means it's, it's like it was, it was a storm. And I don't know, it might've increased when he got out of that. Cause you know, the devil's always fight. I don't know, but watch this. He says he, he, he obviously had heard uh, Jelly Roll's song. He did immediately begin to sing, Somebody save me, didn't he? That quick. He said, save me. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. It's okay. And they caught him and said to him, oh, you little faith, why don't you down? You could have walked all the way out here. You'd have even more to talk about. And I want to tell you something. Let's quit looking at the circumstances and look at the author and the finisher, the alpha, the omega, the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, holy, righteous, and wonderful, who never was started and never will end. And we're, we're worried about this little dash in between the 1958 and the whatever. Well, that's, that had to be my dash, but whatever. So he said, why don't you, why don't you doubt? And here's, what was he doubting? And that's, and I got to looking at this. What was he doubting? This is one of the things he says, as I was praying about it, thinking, what, what was he doubting? You know, there's a lot of racket in the background. You think he doubted, did he really say that? Do you remember what happened in the garden? The devil come along and said, oh, he, did, he, not, he didn't mean that. He, he just he heard that wrong. Is that right? Okay. Did I get them mixed up sideways and get, get us all in trouble? Okay. Listen, what God says is what God says. And here's the deal. We think of everything. We see everything like this. Okay. But God is over here. He's over here. He's down here, he's over here. But see, we have to we have to move this around because we got the we see darkly. We see limited. Does that make sense? And watch this, guys. He might have been doubting. Did I really hear God? Did I really hear God? So he might have been doubting. I mean, I know he's got the power for him to do it, but you think God's got enough power for me to walk on? And I had been that good today. When I didn't even believe he was. I wanted us to go back to Walmart and get more chicken. I didn't think he was going to be able to make all that fish appear. I, didn't, I, I doubted, you know, self-condemnation will wear you out, won't it? Okay. Was he doubting his own faith? Was he doubting, was, did, did God really have that ability? Did he really hear him? Did, was he doubting, what, what was he doubting? Lord, can I, am I, am I good enough for this? To do a miracle? No. I love Literally, guys, I love the fact that when I discovered the fact that there's never been a man or woman that God used, never been, other than the person of God himself in Jesus, it wasn't a mess. They were all a mess. And we're surprised when we, well, that guy there, you know, he, oh, and nowadays in our time, and, and, and you forget about what Joey was talking about earlier, Others, you know, through the God has used through the years. My favorite, you know, Noah. I mean, my favorite, Jonah. My favorite, Abraham. These guys are my favorites. I read these. I've studied them for years. 
and none of them were perfect. You know, people had seen people had seen miracle after miracle after miracle of the Israelites, and then they're like, "I don't think God could do that." Really? You know, doubt him. But watch what happens. Okay. When he got into the boat, verse 32, we're just about done. When he got into the boat, the wind stopped. Amen. I want to tell you something. God's in charge. We've said that three different ways already this morning, once before I even got started here. Is God in charge? Okay. And what's this, guys? As they got into the boat, the wind ceased. The wind ceased. Okay, I want you to think about this. Jesus, our whole life is a teaching moment. If we will listen, if we have our ear to the ground, if we're, if we're watching. He literally, you know God in the flesh. He could have walked out on the edge of that water and started walking across there and it stopped. It didn't have anything to do with him being in the boat. That's when he chose to do that because he's God. Okay. But what's this, man? We always think, well, it didn't happen here. It didn't happen. It didn't happen like this. And here's God is all powerful. His ability, his, he is, he can do it all. And literally as his presence is here in my life, a lot of times the storm is exactly the same out here. Okay, but my heart is calm. Amen. He says, peace be still to my fear, to my worry, to my concern, to I keep, I don't understand that because you know, I'm so smart and all, but I mean, literally, there's a, that's where the peace comes from. And let's embrace him and receive his peace this morning, whether the storm out there quits or not. And then the last point, I love this part. And those who were on the boat came and worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. Revelation in my life has not come without working out my salvation in fear and trembling before the Lord. It has not come without um, turmoil. But I, I will tell you, I have peace in my heart this morning. And I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, I've got peace in my heart. I was talking to one of my brothers last night in, a, in another state, I was in Texas last night. and We were talking and, and we have ministered together and prayed together and fasted together. We spent time together. And he had his 50th anniversary Keith and Judy Barr, by the way. It's great to see them. But, and, and guys, I want to tell you, he said, man, you shouldn't have done that. You should spend the night. You should, you know, and I said, man, no, I'm, I'm just going to drive back. It's, it's not but 350 miles. It's not a big deal. And, and besides, you know, there's some free food. But anyway, the, the point is, literally, guys, I just had a piece about it because I knew God wanted me down there. You see what I mean? Because I had heard him and I didn't have to doubt. And when it was raining so hard last night and, uh, you know, I, all that stuff, I was like, man, this is harder than I thought it was going to be, you know? And the wind's blowing and all that. I was like, you know, I know I was supposed to be there. 
I was supposed to be there. And, you know, God's in charge. Is he in charge? And I'm not, don't take chances, you know, when I wear your seatbelt, you know, all that. But the point being, pay your, uh, pay your taxes or whatever. But the point being is this. They, once they saw what had happened, they worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. And it's great when the storm's over and we say, God, you took me through that storm. You were there all the time. And I want to tell you, in your life now, if you're watching online or you're here, I know there's storms. I know there's fear. I know there's doubts. I know that because you're human. That's why I know it. It's not because of any special gift. It's because you're a person. But I want to tell you, get close to him because that's where the peace is. And when it shifts, you will say the same things these guys said. Truly, Jesus, you are the Son of God. Bow your heads with me this morning. Father, thank you so much, Lord. Your grace is sufficient. You are the God who is enough, holy, righteous, and wonderful. And Father, if there's anybody here or anybody watching, Lord, that doesn't know you, Lord, draw them by your Spirit this morning to this moment, Lord. And Father, just let them receive you. And if, it's, if you have that desire, if the Spirit's pulling on you this morning, just say these words with me. Say, Lord, I need a Savior. I'm broken. I need to be put back together. And I know by your grace, Lord, you take broken people and you apply your blood and we are healed. You apply your presence and Lord, where you are, Lord, there's peace and joy and those things, Lord. And we understand that, God. But forgive me for my sins because, Lord, I have a sinner. If you're a sinner, then tell him, say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Help me be the man or woman you've called me to be. If you prayed that prayer, guys, Contact me online, uh, Facebook Messenger, whatever, but and let's plug you in somewhere and get you baptized and get you part of a Bible teaching, people loving assembly. And when I say assembly, a group of people. And let's do that. And Father, thank you for these people. I pray for them, Lord, that you bless them, keep them, let your light shine on them, and give them peace. And Thank you, Lord, for their presence with me today. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a great week. God bless you. Keep you with his light shining.